Happy Monday to you. I am Josh in the studio, as always, with Anna and Matt in there on the production table running the boards for us. How's it going there, Matt? It's going well. How are you? Anna, how are things at your household? All good. All good. Very happy. Uh, Very happy, yes. France Uh, won the the World Cup, so all good. Your husband is from France. Uh, He he was, I'm sure, surrounded by champagne and and baguettes (laughs) watching the game go down. Yeah, well, I would know he's in France right now. Oh, he's in France right now? Yeah, yeah. So he's uh, he. There's no place, no better place to be, right, guys? Sure. That is true. I, I did see the shots of Paris. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna mispronounce his name, please. Yeah, Perry. Uh, the Champs de Yeah. Is that, is that close enough? Yeah. Uh, that we're leading up to the Arc, the Arc de Triomphe. They had like everyone was just there. There seemed to be just thousands and thousands of people. I didn't even see a TV. They were just there, like just to be there for when someone yelled out, "They won!" Maybe they're listening like, on the radio. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very French yeah. of them. Yeah, it was the like World War II. <laughs> someone holding a radio like up on a light pole, like right. saying, the old, "Oh, they won!" The old transistor radio. Yeah. Uh, so I was I was coming in today and I forgot to have my breakfast. Uh, a lot going on at the at the Hart household. I forgot to grab my breakfast, so I popped into the cafe here to get a light, a little light something to kind of tie me over until uh, of until one o'clock. What's your normal breakfast uh? Uh, here? It's uh, well, I, I mean, just I, you forgot to have your breakfast. What oh, is my it? normal would have been a like a bowl of cereal, or uh, I have a little like protein bar I can, I can grab on, on the go. Uh, eggs, you know, something simple. Yeah, nothing like big. Um, anyway, there was a guy in there. And this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. A guy in there who complained. Went in there, ordered a uh, bacon, egg, and cheese um, croissant. Got the bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. Sounds delicious, by the way. I had it the other day, last week, actually. It's really good. It made me immediately regret my decision. The Uh, croissant. Yeah, yeah, the croissant. The croissant. (laughs) He checks out, and then he's opening up his like sandwich, and I'm thinking he's going to eat it right there, which I'm not going to judge. Uh, he opens up and goes, this bacon is too greasy. Folds it up and gives it back to her and walks out. Wow. What? I'm like, in what world do you live in where bacon is not greasy? <laughs> yeah, what did you want? Well, I, it could be the, the crunchy bacon. My friend cooks it, so it's like really crunchy, really dry. There's, there's no reason. Maybe that's what he wanted to say actually i mean i guess specify but when you're know. going into a building like cafeteria this isn't like the four seasons no you're in a building cafe you're getting a step above fast food right you're getting greasy bacon is what you're <laughs> yeah, getting you're getting greasy bacon <laughs> you gotta know that and then to sit there and be like ugh and like this is this isn't healthy enough for my body you ordered a bacon <laughs> egg and cheese croissant like right. you didn't order like some sort of like parfait or some granola the style package. You ordered the you know one of the more greasier options. Sure, and then yeah. got and then got got mad. Was there any it. indication that this was his first trip to the cafeteria? I mean, he had a badge. He had he he knew the protocol. He wasn't asking questions. He stood up and asked for what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Went to the line. You know, it seemed like like. All was all on course. The only thing I can think of is maybe you're right. Maybe he wanted it to be like overcooked, but that's not good. That's not a sandwich. Yeah. No. 
Yeah, I just no. It's I, I, Monday in this guy's life. It's <laughs> Monday on every level, clearly. Yeah. So wait, did he did he pay for it or did he just no. hand it back? He handed it. So the way it works is like there's a. You're talking about the downstairs cafeteria, the one that's upstairs. Okay, okay, but still, it's still it's still the same. There's a there's a counter where you order, and then you have to take your order and go pay at a at a cashier. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he just handed it immediately back to the people that were behind yep. the counter. Yeah, she gave it to him. He looked at, it, opened it up as he was walking to the cat, the cashier had his wallet out, ready to pay. Looked at the bacon, and was like, nope, too greasy. Tosses it back <laughs> and walks out out the the door. Because I, I thought for a second. I, I didn't hear him say it was too greasy. Uh, I thought for a second he had forgot his wallet. Mm-hmm. So I'm so embarrassed. I can't. I can't buy this. I have to go. Yeah. Um, okay. But no, because I was like, Is everything all right? She's like, the bacon was too greasy. And I was like, Do you guys have a non-greasy bacon? I don't know about. And I wouldn't get it. But yeah. I'm, down, I'm just curious. <laughs> I want to make sure I don't accidentally order that <laughs> yeah, bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By accident. Yeah. It was just so <laughs> so random that people like one. To not be like, I'm sorry, I just, I can't eat this, it's too greasy, or whatever, can you cook it again, or can you, like, dab it with a napkin or something? I just, one, you're super rude, and then two, yeah. uh, just the, the idea that you can get a healthier option of a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. Homeboy's got places to be, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we have a full show today. Elon Musk uh, reveals himself that he is not a cool dude. Uh, we have date date talk and uh, some fashion trends that are have gone seriously awry. We're gonna do love the e- huh? I said I love it. Yeah, we're gonna do the Eli Musk story when we come back here on the lunch break show. Meteorologist Crystal Henderson. She is downtown, live right there, struggling with the umbrella. I say ditch the umbrella, Crystal. Just tell us where exactly you are and what's going on. That is a danger for you right there. Um, I'm right I'm right outside the 12 News Studios, and with all this rain coming down, you can imagine why the umbrellas are going up, but instead, as you can see, it's inside out. I'm having to brace this wind, you guys. First, it went from day to night. Then it went from complete dryness to now I am soaked. It's a super soaking storm. It looks like we went from the desert to the tropics in the middle of a hurricane. Oh my goodness. I mean, looking at this storm approaching from the east, it looked like doomsday. And there goes my hat. (laughs) All right. You know what? Let's let's get Crystal out of that. It, It doesn't look safe. Of course it doesn't look safe. <laughs> I of mean, course. what part of go outside in the storm is safe? <laughs> what this did you think what, was going to happen? This is yeah. one of those things that every single like news station does. They love to find the windiest time of year, the heaviest storms, the biggest snowfall, and they send like the newest 
intern TV weather person out there. And what the, what is there to report? Everyone who has a TV knows that it's storming outside. Yeah. And that the wind is blowing because they have ears and they have eyes. Like it makes no sense other than just for that, just for the sole sake of the ratings. Yeah, again, it's one thing. I mean, yeah, I still think it's stupid, but when they send someone to the, the side of where a hurricane's about to make landfall, oh, and like you're on the beach and trees are blowing around and signs are flying all over the place, that's one thing. She literally just stepped outside of the studio. I mean, <laughs> you're not going to some remote location where there's mayhem and, and things breaking apart. You're just out in the street in front of the studio. Just come back inside. You know, there's nothing to be gained from that. Yeah, no. Yeah, you can't feel you can't feel sorry for her because the girl. You just step outside because just because. Yeah, I mean, you're you're, yeah. Be, you're being told yeah. to. I remember when I was over at uh, I believe it was the Edge. Um, we and then that's again that, that's a radio station here in Dallas. We are an, an old station here in Dallas. Uh, we sent one of our interns out during a really bad rainstorm. Again, it's radio. Mm. There's no visual component other than <laughs> no. us, other than us watching from the, from the parking lot with him on his cell phone, <laughs> and just his, his umbrella broke. I mean, he oh man, it was a, it was a mess. Uh, provided no no visual contact for anyone other than us just laughing. Yeah, I remember a time when did you? It was oh gosh, it was probably ten years ago at this point, uh, maybe less than that. But there was a a uh, a welding uh, supply company that used to be over by the highway. Uh, over by I-30, and the all the acetylene canisters, there was a fire, and th- all these things just started exploding and like shooting off into the air, and they had the highway shut down, and uh, there was just stuff going everywhere, and uh, cars were parked all over the place, and I was the midday anchor at the time at uh, at KLIF, and they they asked me my my PD asked me, hey, why don't you go down there? I didn't have a news badge. I didn't have anything. I was just, I was just in the thing. <laughs> he said, "Why don't you go down there and report on it?" And uh, we thought about it for a little bit. And I said, I said to the board up, "Hey, just get a bunch of exploding sound effects, and we'll say, hey, we're gonna go down and report on the acetylene tor- torches exploding." And we were just firing off explosions and things like that <laughs> in the background. Like, oh yeah, man, it's real crazy out here. <laughs> <laughs> Fire's going crazy. They can't put it out. So uh, yeah, uh, there was no point, you know. There, was, yeah. well, I don't have a camera. I'm not. Nope. I'm not going to go down there and get in the middle of a fire and explosion. Just, <laughs> just to say, just for my wow. part time gig doing anchoring. <laughs> so uh, we came across this story, and it's a story that was in, I guess, Petro, which is a UK style uh, uh, newspaper. But they had a article out that I find intriguing. It says, uh, "Should guys pay on the first date still?" Hmm. It's something that I've always, I've always kind of thought about, especially now with more and more of the um, movement of, of equal rights and equal right. stuff, equal all these things about being equal, 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 except for when it comes to dating. When it comes to dating, uh, guys still need to be chivalrous, and guys need to pay, guys need to do all this different stuff. That's sure. what it's, it can be not fair then, but <laughs> other right. than that, totally equal, fair, all, all needs to square uh and that's always been kind of an issue that i've had uh i've never like really i've always been the the guy who pays for the for the first date i think in the two and a half years of dating i think my wife i mean toward the end it was a lot more often but but in the the first couple of years it was i mean she may have paid a handful of times only because she's like hey you know what i don't mind can i can i grab this one and we had been dating long enough that i was like yeah sure uh but for the most part that was still predominantly me 
uh, yeah. picking up the tab when we go out for dinner or for a movie or for whatever it was. Just because that's what you're supposed to do. You you are trained your entire life that that's your job. When you go out on a date, uh, you're supposed to pay. Right. Uh, should that change? Um, well, gosh, I've been out of the dating scene for quite a while. Uh, I, I feel like I would be – I would still be – if I were having to date again – I would still be of the mindset that I'm the one paying, even if the, yep. uh, you know, even if it's, uh, I, I don't even know, I don't even know how to phrase it. Even if like the person I'm dating is far more wealthy than I right. am, I would still feel like uh, I would be the, I would be the one to do that. And if they were to offer, I don't know. I don't know if I would, I'd like to think that I would accept that generosity, but I would also kind of think, well, no, I, this is what I've been told that I have to do. Right, that's how you were raised. Right, exactly. That's that's how I was raised. And so, and it's not a, I don't feel like it's a patriarchal thing or anything like that. It's just, I was raised to be a nice person and that's, you know, if you're going on a date, you pay. That's just what it is. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, I assume, like you said, after after a certain amount of time, sure. if they wanted to start picking up the tab some, then okay. Yeah, then but fine. yeah, I would feel I, I would at least feel weird about it. Yeah, for me, the the issue kind of comes down to um, like again that 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 equal equal thing. The thing that bothers me is that I read a lot of reports that say, um, like this one, sixty percent of women say they don't mind con, uh, contributing. To the, the date in some capacity, um, so like splitting the bill, splitting the bill, or like, hey, if you grab the main course, I'll grab dessert or something. But then you're kind of getting like a haggling process at that point in time. Like, hey, I'll buy the first cup of coffee, you buy the appetizer. Yeah, it, it just seems weird to me. It's an all or nothing yeah, game. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, but that's what that's what bothers me is this whole like sense of. And again, I know I'm going to get some backlash here. Uh, that that people say, oh, 60% of women say that they would be okay. I, I think that's a completely flawed. <laughs> I've I have never known that. Okay, I'm I'm pretty sure I've never known anyone uh, who when a guy didn't pay for their first date, who was okay with that, who didn't talk, who a, did not a, talk, a, talk serious mess. smack, after, yeah. and who now would be like, oh, I'm all about paying. I'm all about this. I'm all about, you know, I'll offer and all. Yeah, sure. They may offer, but if you accept, there will be serious trash talk later on about you and your, you know, not, not your manhood, but like the way like your, your chivalrousness, your ability to like, you know, uh, pay for different things. And what, what does that says about you as a man? There's all those kind of talks I've, I've heard uh, from other people about this sort of thing. They, they say one thing on a, on a uh, checkbox. Yeah, sure. I wouldn't mind paying, but when it comes down to it, I've heard of many women go, that guy's a scrub. Let me let me add a per, like, please a comment here. So there's a couple of things here that you guys haven't mentioned, but I think it's important to mention. Yeah. Um, living in the UK, um, I learned a lot about I wasn't like this, and it shocked me very much. So I heard about people that were like, "Oh, I really want to go out for dinner tonight. Oh, let me go on Tinder to see if I can score someone mm -hmm. to pay my bill." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" So this is something that at least in London really happens. Yeah. Women will be like, well, I want I want the guy to pay to pay for a meal. What is shocking. And then on the other extreme side, I also have to say, we did not talk about economics here. So there's a massive uh, wage gap sure. between men and women, right? So mm. I'm not saying that I expect men to pay because they should or because you're a racist, but at the same time, 
a lot, maybe not on the first date, but further down the line, you know, like you got to try to kind of be a bit sensitive about, you know, if someone is making more money and the other person isn't making that much money, you know, where do you strike the balance? That That is a hard, that is a question. I know when my wife and I first started dating or, well, yeah, when we first started like to know each other, she made way more than I did. I, I was a promotions assistant passing out koozies and pens and she was uh, assistant to the marketing director. So there was a, she made way more than, right. than, than, than me. Uh, but it, for me, it was about um, like just that sense of like, again, and I, I don't know where it comes from, whether it's our parents or whether it's Hollywood or, but there's some sort of innate sense of like, as the man, the I man must open provide. the door and you know take care of and yeah and, and provide. Uh, which by provide, I mean at that time it's like a date at like you know Arby's or something. But still, yeah. um, like like you have to provide and, and show that you can you can take care of someone. Uh, which I think that needs to go away at some point in time. If you're going to have yeah. a conversation about about you know gender equality, all those different things that that caveman esque manhood of our ideology of me saying that I have to be the provider and the take care, uh, the taker carer ever. Yeah, sure. Uh, of someone like that, that needs to change. But at what, at what, what goes first? Do we, do we level the playing field of pay or do we say, Hey, you know what guys shouldn't have, cause I've heard that, that exact same thing. Uh, I was out when I was working over at the radio station, all the girls who work part time, again, you make nine, you know, nine dollars right. an hour. Uh, and they would go, okay, I, I want to go out to eat tonight. And they would look at their phone, or hey, there's a there's a concert in town. I want to see if anyone has tickets. And they would like look to find guys, yeah, to oh, go wow. on like concerts, to go out for dates, to go out. Hey, uh, this new movie came out. I want to go watch a film. I had a friend of mine. Uh, same thing happened. He got a Bumble in in fight. He was only on there because uh, he seriously wanted to date people. And <laughs> I told him this sounds really sketchy, but the girl reached out and goes, hey. Uh, I'd love to go on a date. And he goes, great. He goes, what are you thinking? He goes, I, you know, he was like, I'll take you to a nice restaurant or I'll take you to a restaurant. And she goes, no, I really rather watch a movie, um, which uh, that's to hmm. me a giant red flag because you can't talk during a film. Right. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Hmm. So the new movie came out and she, he goes, okay, well, should I pick you up? She's like, no, for safety reasons, I'll meet you at the theater. Great. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. that makes sense. Sure, makes yeah. right. total sense. And so they met at the at the theater. He'd already bought her tickets, okay. and uh, and she walked up, grabbed the ticket, uh, no. walked right inside. Yeah, and then she said, "I wouldn't mind some popcorn and a coke." So he bought her popcorn and a coke, <laughs> sat down, watched the movie. And he goes, he, and then they're walking out of the theater. He goes, uh, "Would you like to go get like like drinks and, and like talk?" And she's like, "Oh no, I'm fine. Have a good night." And walked to her car and left. What? Yeah. Now, again, I think he had many indications that this <laughs> would not have been a good idea and probably should have pulled the plug a lot sooner. Um, but just one of those deals. Like, those are the kind of things that are happening. And I know that a lot of people say that's not fair or that's not true or that's a bad person. And sure, there's bad people everywhere. Absolutely. Um, but that's one of those deals that those conversations also have to happen. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, all about, I'm all about equal pay for equal work. That's, that makes total sense. Anyone who disagree with that, I would have a question with their logic. Uh, but at the same time, there are social norms that need to change as well. Right. And, and I think at the same time, for me, what, what makes sense is who invites the other person should pay. If a girl asks a guy out, she should be paying. I paid. I had no problem with that. I didn't. It wasn't my expectation to have a guy to pay. But at the same time, I well, if you invited me out, then 
either that or then we split or yeah. yeah i actually i am a really strong advocate of if you pay the main then we'll go for a dessert somewhere or for a drink somewhere else and i'll pay that and, and it kind of like even though you know maybe the 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 bill won't be the same but the intention is sure. here i don't expect you to just take me on a date and right. you know pay for the whole thing i mean i think i, I think that's a bit over the top but yeah we didn't need to to have conversations about if you open the door i mean i would open the door to you guys to anyone really like i don't care i don't expect you to open the door for me but at the same time it's like well what is the expectation is you are the man yeah versus you know what is just kind or yeah nice to do i can can remember my prom date uh my senior no my junior year of high school and I was not—I was not the cultured man that I am today. Um, I remember like getting like to her house, and, and I had to walk to the door to pick her up. And we'd been—we'd been like boyfriend, girlfriend, so whatever that means when you're in high school. Uh, and we walk out to the car, and I just totally forgot. And I got in the drive in the driver's seat. Her mom and dad are there watching on the doorstep, and I'm just sitting in the car like, "What's what's going on?" She's just waiting outside. She was the waiting, door. <laughs> waiting outside the passenger door, just like. like We've gone on several dates yeah. at that point in time, and I never did that for her. Not because she didn't deserve yeah. it, or because I'm, I'm just I I had to grow up. Uh, but I, I did. I grew grew up. I realized that it's something that you have to do. Um, Matt, you seem much more worldly than than, than me on okay. this sort of stuff. <laughs> how would you feel? Because to me, I would have a hard time with this. Uh, how would you feel if a girl asked you out on a first date? Uh, if, for me, with my social anxiety, absolutely, I would be one hundred percent on board with that. Yeah, because back in the yeah back when I was dating, I was horrible about making the first move. I I could not do it. So uh, absolutely, I would be. Now I, again, that would be one of those things where even if she did ask me, I would still probably want to pay just because that's what I do. But I I it it would it. I would welcome it with open arms. <laughs> See, Absolutely. Yeah. It would bother me. It would bother me if the girl asked me out on a date. And then if she paid, it'd be even more like a double whammy. I don't know. It just, I don't know. Again, I know that's my own like my own little cross to bear. And I need uh-huh. to get over it. Uh, but it's an issue that I would be mm, I, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, really? well, what do you do in that situation? You have someone approaching you that's and clearly like, interested. Uh-uh. And you just do you just say no? Yeah. What? I, I've been asked out <laughs> twice and I've said no both times. Sure. I just I don't I'm not comfortable with it. I, I you know I just you need to be in the driver's seat I, I need at to all be, times. And I need to be a little more in, in control. I don't know. Mm. Again, again, that's my insecurity. I know that, that that makes me a little little less of a worldly guy. Now I, I'm, I'm much I would be much more okay. Uh, but I'm also been married for like eight years, so right. it changes the game up a little bit. But. <laughs> Younger version of me was not not okay yeah. with that. Uh, not so desperate back we're then. Completely, we're completely <laughs> overlooking the chat on Facebook. Oh, it's going I'm not. crazy. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, I did see Andy about the guy at the movie theater said it's his own fault. Let himself get taken advantage of. So that is called victim blaming. <laughs> it is. Yeah. No. Look. I mean, like you said, there were probably a million signs sure. that he shouldn't have done this. But if you're going to try to believe in the in the goodness of people, if you're going to give people the Benny of the D, then <laughs> then, then yeah. you need to then you need to put a little blame on the on the person that's going in there and yep. looking just to scam someone out of a free movie ticket and some and some concessions. Because what that does, like what that does for everyone else out there who's legitimately on these dating sites, uh, whether it's you know Bumble or Tinder or whatever the other ones are, a Match, uh, it it sullies the whole process because now he feels like everyone out there is just trying to get a free meal and a free film 
No right. one's out there trying to make a genuine connection and get to know someone. And so it puts him in that box. And so that's why if you're out there, Hades, and you see this, you don't congratulate people who go online <laughs> to find free food. You go, shame on you for ruining the process for everyone else. There needs to be, like, I think that's okay on Tinder. Because Tinder to me seems more of just a hook, hookup site. Right. So if you're on Tinder and you're like, hey, I want to find this, and great, then... Maybe that that's what that is, but yeah. for, and, as far and, as like other shows go. And I would say similar to what Amanda said before that, where she said, I don't let men pay because men think you owe them now. Sure. Which that's a bad, that's a bad attitude as yep. well. Like that's, you know, just because you're going on a date and you pay does not mean nope. any sort of tr transaction is like that <laughs> transaction is finalized yeah. by just yeah. going on the date, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. all you, that's all you get. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think. I think we should call out that behavior as well, sure. but that doesn't excuse someone just looking to take advantage of people. Yeah, uh, I did. I did hear of some some guys in London that they were like, "Well, I took her on three dates. Now she needs to, you know, come on a fourth date or whatever, sure. whatever, and do stuff with me." Because, <laughs> and I was like, "Is this really happening? Are we having this conversation?" <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> do stuff with. He talks. Uh, <laughs> right. Coming up next, we have Sarah Strackhouse with news, keeping us updated on all the current events. Uh, that and more on the Lunch Break Show coming up next. Back on the Lunch Break Show, I am Josh with Anna and Matt, and also our digital correspondent, Sarah Strackhouse. How's it going? Good. How are you guys doing? Oh, hold on. One more time. There we go. Now. Now I'm good. There you go. Perfect. My apologies. How are you guys doing? So what is going on in the world of current affairs? Well, shockingly, we're starting with Trump to start off. Uh, he had a meeting with Putin in Finland this morning. Mm -hmm. The historic meeting was behind closed doors for more than two hours. It was supposed to only be 90 minutes. Clearly, they went a little over. Fox News reports Trump received pressure to cancel the summit after there were new indictments against Russian intelligence officers, 12 of them, for allegedly hacking emails for Hillary Clinton's campaign as well as the Democratic Party. Well, in the meeting, Trump and Putin talked about trade, missile defense, and China, as well as other controversial subjects, a lot of what we kind of expect uh, in a press conference right after. They talked primarily around both countries saying that they wanted to get along. Uh, and Putin, one thing that kind of stuck out to me as I was reading all of the live tweets was that Putin agreed to question the 12 indicted. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I question the trustworthiness hmm. of that a little mm -hmm. bit. But 
So uh, a lot of a lot of other obviously subjects came out after that talk. They talked about Syria. They talked again about the three topics uh, that were at the top of their list. But um, overall, you know, Trump did say that he thought it was a good meeting. But we'll see what comes of that. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, we are talking about Papa John's. Uh, over the weekend, the Papa of Papa John's was kicked out of his office headquarters in Kentucky. Well, CNN reports uh, the founder, John Schnatter, uh, resigned as the company's chairman last week over racist comments made in a conference call with their ad agency. Well, apparently, Forbes reported that he was doing a role-playing exercise uh, to avoid PR flare-ups when he said, quote, Colonel Sanders called blacks and then repeated the N-word, which yeah. I'm obviously not going to do. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I guess it, it was leaked out somehow. Uh, still, no. I was trying to research all over how it was leaked out, but I couldn't see anywhere. Uh, but it, the it, intern, the internet. <laughs> yeah, I just it, so he was on a conference call. See, yeah. I, I had heard originally that it was with shareholders. Um, but I guess not. According to uh, CNN Money, yeah. uh, it was with a, a conference call with their ad uh, their ad agency. And apparently they were doing, you know, because of what happened last year where he talked about, yeah. um, you know, he said that the Papa John sales were down because of how the NFL handled the players kneeling during the national anthem. Uh, you know, he made a comment, uh, made that comment. People didn't like it. He stepped down as CEO two months later. Uh, well, so I guess they were kind of working on his public image, and then he said wow. that. Like, you make pizza. How about sticking to that realm? <laughs> just, just just make pizza. It's not that hard to stay in your lane. Nope, nope. <laughs> I'm not trying to get political. I'm not trying to get racial. I'm just trying to, to make good pepperoni pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, I ate a lot of Papa John's in college. <laughs> yeah. As a native New Jersey, New Yorker, yeah. I, I don't eat Papa John's. Well, of course oh, well. not. Yeah. No? I don't know. No, I'm extremely biased and picky when it comes to pizza. <laughs> is, so, there a, is there a chain that you'll accept? Sbarro's? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can only, from the office, I can only picture the Sbarro's yeah. you know, <laughs> authentic New York City pizza. Um, Grimaldi's, but they don't really have it down south. Mm. Um, not really. No, just not. You're yeah. just it's not so eating pizza down here. Yeah, because there's. Yeah. I have a a a brother-in-law who is from New York, White Plains. Mm -hmm. Um, no, not not true. But anyway, he's from <laughs> New York. Uh, close and enough. yeah, close enough. And uh, he says the same thing. And yeah. I keep sh showing him all of these blind tests that that they've had with pizza that was made in like different cities using different waters and all the same stuff. And they give it to a blind taste test mm -hmm. uh, of New Yorkers who know pizza, <laughs> and they never pick the right one. You know, to be honest, there is a place in Plano that I really, really like. And I'm, you know, not paid to advertise them or anything, but for, Ferrari's. Ferrari's Pizza yeah. um, at kind of by Legacy and Coit, I think it is. Yeah. They're amazing. And and it's the crust is really hard. They, they cook it in a wood fire oven, so they get the nice bubbles. And you know what? I talked to them about them, how they're one of the only pizza places I really, really like in the area. And he's like, well, my family's from Yonkers. I'm like, ah, oh, uh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, but that, that to me is like, it's just so like preposterous that they assume that and bagels. He can never, me, he can that, never find it. Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never find a good bagel. So I, I always buy a box of like uh, Einstein's to have at the house whenever oh, he comes good. over. No. He's like, you son of a gun. Uh, but yeah. I've always said I wanted to open a bagel place that also has pizza for lunch, but it's, I'm going to import water from New York. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Ridiculous. countless number of tests on that Ridiculous. and they've all failed. But go ahead. 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the fluffiness. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving on, we are talking about the World Cup. It was yeah. over on Sunday. Woo! Uh, well, it ended with a bang. Uh, of course, France beat Croatia 4-2. It was a really good game if you guys watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Croatia controlled most of the game. They had most of the possession, to be honest, but they just couldn't finish. France uh, definitely did a lot better with goals on goal, uh, with shots on goal, excuse me. And according to CBS Sports, France won its second World Cup title since 98 when the French coach was actually the captain of that team. So I thought that was a pretty cool little circle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a cute a cute little yeah. kind of like curious fact about it. My yeah, so. my favorite port uh, favorite part of the game, that port. Yeah, port of the game. <laughs> favorite port of the game. Uh, favorite part of the game is at the very end when the uh Croatian people realize that they've lost and they're sitting like on the field. They can't like get up and like get off the field, and they just have to sit there and wait for the award to kind of go on. Mm-hmm. And like to know, I've lost, and I have to sit here and wait <laughs> while to, and watch yeah. and watch the first place team cel- cel- celebrate. There was a guy that had his flag on still, which I thought that was cool. Yeah, uh, but he's kind of just still on the grass. Nevo, what, Nevo, right with sure. the with the ponytail. Yeah, the ponytail yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a- almost as good as watching the World Series of Little League Baseball. Because the team that loses, like they cry, <laughs> and oh man, it is, it is that that is the best part of, yeah. of that little league world series. Just watching the last part of it when they, yeah. they lose. You you do see grown up men also cry. Oh, oh sure, yeah, yes. a lot of them crying. Yeah, oh, yeah. but you know what? Weeping. They still they still came away with what was it twenty six twenty eight million dollars for second place. Oh yeah, really? yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, oh, they still God. make tons of money. I mean, those players or the club? <laughs> the club. Yeah, like, yeah. Those players. Wipe your uh, your tears with uh, yeah. with your with the <laughs> yeah, yeah. <A> rough. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of the entire festivities, besides that part, was yeah. uh, the award assembly when it was pouring down rain. <laughs> And for like a good five minutes, Putin was, Putin was the only one that had the umbrella. You know, there was a guy who his whole job yep. is to have the world's biggest umbrella on on the guard, yeah. ready and to go. There were so many women next to him oh, that were nope. just like drenched. Yep. And I was, I commented on that like three times. I was like, "Is no one gonna bring the other people in?" Umbrella? Yeah, you can see France scrambling. Oh God, where's yeah. the umbrella? I don't know. Like running through the stands, trying trying to find one. Yeah. And they eventually rushed up, rushed up on stage, and everyone got one. But yeah. As soon as that first drop fell, <laughs> Putin was so under funny. under cover. I did not yeah. see that. They were gonna. Um, so there were talks of having to actually call the game because of the lightning that was coming in, and it would yeah. have been oh, the wow. first game ever to have a rain delay or yep. to a, a storm delay. There were a lot, actually, a lot of firsts in this. In this, besides that, uh, first own goal. Youngest teen to ever score in a World Cup final, and a first VAR or video assist uh, assistant referees uh, assisted goal in the final because of a PK, uh, uh, because of a, it was a handball, yeah. yeah. you know. Yeah. But then it resulted in a penalty kick. So it's a very yeah. interesting game. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Well, moving on to our kicker, kind of a cool story. Uh, a few days ago, snorkeler Jeff Heim, and I hope I'm saying his name right, spotted a shiny object lodged between two rocks underwater while swimming uh, in Florida. Well, according to UPI News, when he swam down to get the object, he found it was a GoPro with a memory card full of pictures of this couple from their wedding. Oh. So, yeah, he ended up posting to Twitter about it and tagged GoPro, and then GoPro helped him 
find the find the couple who it was. It belonged to Tim and let me make sure I'm having her name right. Tim and uh, Angela Wilson, uh, Angel Wilson, and apparently it had been lost in a paddleboarding accident almost a year ago. What? The memory card was still intact. How cool is that? That's crazy. That's I know. insane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Shout out GoPro. That's the story. Right? <laughs> you're like. Yay, internet. You yeah. did it. Yeah. You share yeah. some The some good positive. things of yeah. social media. Yeah. <laughs> A good use for Twitter. There. <laughs> we found it. Finally. Yeah. There is one. I would be I would be um, blown away if I found a because I said the girl the girl who lost it, I saw the interview and she was like, uh, yeah, it was way too deep and it was way too dark. And I was like, eh, well. But like imagine because it had her whole wedding on there i was gonna say really? if, if that was my wedding i would i don't i would find it so now because <laughs> yeah. i thought about the same thing now it was the dog cam so she lost the she had the actual like pro oh i see footage, the professional the but professional they had a harness on the dog who was the ring bearer that's uh, the most ew. important part i yeah. was gonna say that'd be the cutest yeah part. Do- dog yeah. cam you just yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can only imagine what was on the dog cam footage <laughs> either way thank you so much sarah <laughs> yeah. i appreciate you coming in up next we're going to talk about elon musk and remember when he was cool that and more coming up next What what did I just see? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what was that? That is a uh, that is a uh, a brand of video on uh, on the internet called soap cutting, and it's uh, sort of a. Are you familiar with ASMR? Nope. It's like um, when people uh, whisper into a microphone or something, oh, or yeah. make little it's noises. It's just or they... soothing videos. It's like right. they're serious, like cutting uh, people, cutting soaps, people uh, chopping up makeup, people uh, having those like kinetic <laughs> sand or something like yeah, yeah. this. How is that soothing? It's just weird. You just focusing on it and it just keeps on like it, it's so methodic and so slow. You just drawn into it, Josh. People just like watching people cut the. Yeah, that's yeah. so yeah. so bizarre. Like, hearing it like, click and the crinkle of the have, paper. They have the Zen garden, right? Yeah, it's almost like that. Yeah, those people are called weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, You're not so into yeah. the soap cutting at all. I'm not into the soap cutting. I'm into the soap starting using. A new, I'm starting yeah. a new uh, podcast all about soap cutting. Well, then you just waste <laughs> you just waste soap. Can you reuse that? Can you like melt it back down and form another bar? I guess bar? you could. I, you I don't could. see why not. Can you, you melt can. soap? I guess. And how? Yeah, you just boil it. You boil it, and then you put it back into a mold, and off we go. There you go. So do you put it with, like, water or just by, by you itself? You double, double boil it. Is that how you call it? Yeah, I don't have yeah, a double, you double boiler. Boil but you mm -hmm. just have, like, a pan with water and then, like, some, like, container on top, and you just put it there, and then it melts. Um, and <laughs> off we go. My okay. mind just went into like exotic soaps <laughs> that I could make. Uh, either way, we're talking about Eli Musk because this guy went off the rails on the weekend. I'm going to try to keep this conversation as PC as possible, uh, but it is a news story. So mm -hmm. he, he was commenting about the British diver who was talking about the submarines. Uh, Eli Musk, to catch you up, during the uh, soccer team in Thailand who was trapped in a cave, Elon Musk, for some unknown reason, said, I'll come to the rescue and I'll send all my submarines down there that I'll make in like 36 hours. Right. And, and uh, make these little kid sized submarines, <laughs> which at first sounded awesome. I'm like, yeah, yeah dude, yeah. that's really? awesome. Dope. Uh, however, uh, it never really happened. He had one that he was like showing off and practicing. It just seemed like a really weird PR stunt, is what it kind of seemed like. Mm. And so this British diver, one of the ones who's actually responsible for going in and getting the kids and getting them out, um, was in an interview and they asked, hey, why didn't you use the uh, Eli Musk submarines? And it, uh, to make a long story short, they kind of kept riling him and encouraging him on. And eventually he told, hey, th those would never work. It's impractical. And if you know Eli thinks, uh, Eli thinks something else and he can shove him up where the sun doesn't shine. Uh, <laughs> something to that regard, uh, which <clears throat> rightfully so um, made <laughs> okay. Mr. Musk upset. Yeah, that seems unnecessary. Yeah. Sure. And again, now, there was some provocation and some yeah. jokes and you're hilarious and keep it going. And it's one of those kind of kind of things. Uh, and then for some reason, um, man, Eli, Eli, uh, Eli, he must have had a couple of couple of scotches in him because he went he went hard and quick. Uh, commenting on him that he would get the submarine into the K-5 area uh, and that this guy must, um, the word he used was a slang word, he used the word pedo. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was trying to think of another way of doing it and I can't. That's fine. No, yeah. I think it's all right. Yeah. And so he, it, it just is like, whoa, like what a, what a giant overreaction. <laughs> like. That 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 is a that is on par with like some of the tweets that you read coming out of the in, in politics today. Yeah, like just that giant overreach of like, good lord. So wait, was he claiming that he was going to go to the cave and work the submarines through just to prove a point? I guess because there's no one left 
to save, right? Yeah, he was going to prove a point. Yeah, that this guy oh, wow. doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, and then again with just like the the slander, which now the British diver is uh, saying, "Hey, can I sue?" Which he can. Uh, so Call he's going to be a su- pedophile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he can sue Eli Musk. Just one of those things. Like, has he? Has he? He used to be super cool. I th- I seem to remember a time when I thought Elon Musk was going to uh, revolutionize the world, where he's yeah. building these, you know, thousand mile per hour trains, and he's shooting things off to space, and he's building the Tesla, which is a a cool car. Uh, I, I I remember a time when I'm like, this dude is you know Batman more or yeah. less. You know, he's right. he's out there doing. He's got a bunch of money and he's doing cool stuff with it. I mean, you know, you could probably argue about how people spend their sure. money, you know, one way or another. But still, it felt like he was making technology that was that was at least yeah. pushing us forward as a society. And now, right, like, instead of waiting for the government to take to to, to do stuff and develop sure. technology, he was just, you know, I'll put it in and whatever happens yeah. afterwards. But it's there. It's one of those things, though, that if I'm Elon. I, I would say, hey, here's the deal. Uh, I want to give like $4 million. Uh, whatever you need from me, let me know. Here's cash. Here's just some cash, honey, for food, for medicine, for, you know, for air, airfare back for the people who, who are flying in. Whatever you need, let me know. Yeah. And I got you. That's way better than like, I'll invent something <laughs> right off the right. cuff that is 50-50 chance of it succeeding. Yeah. And let's just see what happens. Yeah. And then he dove into uh, helping Flint, Michigan. I, uh, I've heard that he's, yeah. he's claiming oh, he that he's going to solve the water crisis in Flint, Michigan, which, again, is something that should be done, should sure. have been done already. Um, but, you know, I, I can only sit, sit back and wonder how is he going to manage to spin this one in a way that's yeah. uh, unpalatable as well. I've never seen a guy who's trying to do good and be hated by so many people at the same time. He's yeah. trying to do good things, legitimately is, but going about it in the worst way possible. Yeah. Man. So yeah, I I would I can't wait to watch the roller coaster ride that is Elon Musk uh, and his upcoming if you're on the board of Tesla, you have to be freaking out right now knowing my CEO has lost it. Well, I mean, yeah, you've got a Papa John situation on, on your <laughs> right. hand, yeah, right? Yeah. Like this guy's out there calling people uh, horrible slurs for yeah. no discernible reason, and uh, and only because they insulted his kid size submarine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that he invented like thirty six hours ago. Uh, yeah. So yeah, don't have so much attachment to that submarine. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we have fashion faux pas uh, and their effect on American society. I 
gonna do some milkshake butter milkshake from curry curry milkshake masala i like it never i want to grow to toto cut mandu cut mandu i want to grow to toto cut mandu my iphone air is make cut mandu i have iphone 6 we make it in cut mandu and we don't There we go. He went to the Josh Hart School of Dance right there, that guy. So there you go. I really like it. Yeah, more fun stuff. Uh, before we get to the fashion faux pas, I, I, I'm hoping you all agree this is a fashion faux, faux pas. I do. Uh, I want to show something else that I saw on the internet over the weekend, and it was the Country Boy Uber. Um, yes. By far one of my favorite ads I've ever seen because it brought me instantaneously back to East Texas. This is, what was this on? This looks like it was on. It was on maybe Facebook, Facebook yeah. Marketplace. Yeah. So the guy was like, "Forget Uber, you got me." Uh, <laughs> go ahead and give that. A, yeah. 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 So it's like, "Screw Uber." It's Friday night. I can't read the rest of it here. D- don't drink and drive. Message me, and I'll come get you in a 2000 Ford F250 4 by 4 with a case of beer and a cooler in the back, blasting Skinner on the speakers, <laughs> and I'll holler, "Hell yeah, brother!" at everything you say. Uh, that that is that is my uh, high school experience, minus the beer in the back, right. obviously. Um, you know, the, I wasn't very surprised when you sent this across because actually in Austin, when they stopped using Uber, apparently for whatever months, they, how many months they yeah. they were they were not allowed to operate in in Austin. They were actually this was a common thing where people would post stuff on groups and be like, "Hey, I'm available. You know, here's my number. Let me know, and this will be the ride for whatever standard time driving." Blah blah blah, and this was the thing. In Austin, like uh, they were, people were getting worried about safety issues. Obviously, so uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like any yeah. random person. Don't mind, don't mind the van with no <laughs> windows. Just come on in. <laughs> you're totally fine. Look at this uh, guy, though. That, that guy looks friendly, guy. right? Yeah, that guy's oh, he fine. Does. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, he looks brother. Like the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, that that it, it is four wheels just in case a four wheel drive just yeah. just in case. So just in case you're out at a field um, party or something. Yeah, I love I love the internet. Um, so this is the next thing we found online, and it is a new and I, I hopefully this is just one of those like pretend fake things, but it looks like there's actually they're going to start selling these things. And when I heard upside down pants, I didn't know what to think. This I didn't either. I couldn't isn't picture this. as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> okay. But it's still not great. Yeah. So these are jeans. I think I want to I say that they were made with some sort of uh, connection to Stranger Things, maybe. The Upside Down and stuff like that. Oh. So uh, they've created these jeans where the, uh, the waist and the belt loops are on the bottom. Right. Uh, the shorts are a little bit more pronounced. The, the jeans... They still have a button and a, in a like, yeah. You still need to well, attach them to, somehow. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta say this. I actually find them so cool. Really, like of them. course, of I course, like you do. Very much. <laughs> course. You are our most eccentric dresser, so it would make Desperate. sense. You are very fashion forward. I, I, I would never. I would. 
and I'm glad you don't own a pair yet. I would judge any person <laughs> who walked in here wearing this. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. Because here's the deal. Like that, You're right. The button and the zipper, That that's the, the you, you, you're done. You can't get rid of those. No. Unless it's an elastic waist. Yeah. Now you have something. Right. I, I, when I was picturing it, before I actually saw the picture, I thought, well, yeah, they've completely reversed it. They have some sort of way to wear them where it's, I don't know, seamless. Like you don't see a button or you don't see a zipper or anything. Right. It's just, uh, it, it looks like the the cuff yeah. of a normal jean would look. And maybe you can cinch them up or like you said, elastic or something like that. <laughs> uh, but but uh, I, yeah, cinch, like I need that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, it's just it just looks like a normal pair of jeans on top and then a normal pair of jeans on bottom. I don't really understand the, uh, the draw. I love how on Facebook we already have Haley and Amanda saying I like them and those shorts are super cute. <laughs> of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. All the dumb so guys in the office guys, are like, Whoa. guys, I, it may be a gender situation. Well, it here. could be. Oh, yeah. I and mean, if Zach, if Zach showed up on, on th- th- Thursday wearing the upside down, upside down <laughs> jean, I would lose my mind. Uh, I, I'm a simple guy though. I like, you know, I like solid print. I wear, you know, denim or chino jeans. I don't take a lot of risk with my fashion. But right. I got to be honest. Um, I mean, I think these actually works and it makes the, the, the jeans look quirky. But there was a fashion trend that it was kind of like the pants were completely ripped off. All, only the seams were kept in. So, like, it was pretty much like one inch of pants throughout the, 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 the sides. And then there was these plastic yeah. pants. They were, like, <laughs> kind of transparent but they you had to wear obviously something underneath like those things i cannot get on board wait sorry they were like see-through plastic pants right what's the point of wearing pants fashion no (laughs) (laughs) see i'm I'm, I'm a practical guy denim is meant to cover up things and to help and to you know shield from the elements that's why you wear these things I, no, no, you're right. No is the answer. Yeah, that 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 the short is better. I'm I'm gonna agree with Amanda. The shorts are p- better than the pants. Yeah, uh, the shorts I could kind of be on board with. They still look weird, but the pants I'm totally out on. No, I, I yeah, feel I'm like just, I really no want to go back home and like just grab a pair of old pants and just just make care of these. Yeah. Hey, you know, how do you feel about? Uh, female jeans with no back pockets. Like the back pockets are cut out? No, or? no, no like leggings? They, won't, they weren't there. No, no, this is denim material, hmm. just no back pockets. It bothers me. Does it? Yeah. Well, so it's just like flat denim. Like there's no... Just a flat it, denim. Yeah, yeah, there's no place to put uh, anything in the back pocket. Uh, Well, I guess I don't have a problem with it. Uh, uh, maybe. I, I, I guess they're not functional or normal... Uh, usually, anyway, right? Yeah, to me, like those scream because like my mom would wear those. So anytime <laughs> I see someone else, like those are mom, those are mom. They jeans. are they are very mom jeans, but yeah. uh, I don't. I I think uh, theoretically, I don't have a problem with them not having back pockets. No, I was at a I was at a concert. So be the thing we we'll say before we we uh, sign off. I was at a concert, and the lead singer, um, the lead singer had. A uh, like she was like being all like groovy and trying to be all like sexual, but then she like, was, like turned around in her dance, <laughs> no back pockets on on the jeans. Like I'm I'm out. <laughs> took, I'm took you out of the whole. Th- you have to make the whole thing. You're wearing <laughs> you're wearing my mom's jeans right now. I'm out. Right. Can't that sounds it. like more of a personal hang up than <laughs> anything really wrong with it. Uh, that is our show for today. When we come back on Wednesday, we have a very special surprise. One of our very own people here took their stab at a viral video. Ooh, I, I don't yes. think we have that edited. 
up yet, right? Not yet. Yeah. We'll, we'll have that packaged in with some other examples uh, so of that, this. So that'll be on Wednesday. A little teaser for you there. Up next is Seth Denson and uh, somewhere in the middle. Just stick around. Destination for premium talk radio.